Hey, it's Jason. Before we get into this podcast episode, quick question for you. And that is, would a private voiceover community help you? Basically, uh, think of it like a place, like an online community to meet, ask questions, encourage others, and get audition feedback so that you can grow as a voiceover actor and grow your business. Is that something that you would be interested in? I've had some students ask me about it, so I just wanted to kind of put a feeler out there and just see uh, if there's any interest in a voiceover community. If you want to see more details about it and give your input, you can do that at voiceacting101.com slash group. There's a form there. You just fill it out. That's got some questions on it, and that'll kind of give me some uh, feedback on whether or not you're interested in it. It's up in the air right now. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, but it is something that has been brought up a few times. So I just wanted to put it out there and see uh, if there was anyone else interested in it. Again, it's voiceacting101.com slash group. I'd love to get your input on it. All right, that's it. Now on to the podcast. What is the least expensive way that you can go about setting up your recording space to do voiceover at home? I'm talking bare bones, cheap, not spending a lot of money, but of course you still want it to sound amazing. This is the question that we're going to talk about today on the podcast. Welcome back to the Voice Acting 101 podcast. I'm Jason. This is episode number 18. Thanks for tuning in. This is where I try to answer your voiceover question in the least amount of time as possible so that you can learn something quickly and get back to work. So let's not waste any time. Let's get to the question. And this one comes from Tom. Jason, Tom Kalinov here from Kansas City, Missouri. And I am an Uber and Lyft driver here. And oh, goodness, I've done DJing. I've done live sound for small groups. I did a little bit of radio years ago. And so I've had this thought about doing voice work. And your podcast, number seven, really kind of was a little slap in the face and a splash of cold water to wake me up. I have been looking for, say, a software solution. I have a PreSonus digital mixer and PreSonus Studio One. I was looking for a software solution like gating to eliminate background noise. However, my room is too reverberant. I have no way to put a recording booth in the tiny room that I rent. And so if you were forced (laughs) to do voice work on the cheap, I mean the cheapest possible way you could do it, what microphone, how would you set up your studio with the cheapest possible materials or maybe you're just going to tell me to pursue a different path and drive more uber and lyft trips anyway i I may have to just try to find uh, another room somewhere that i can rent or use anyway i just thought i'd get your thoughts on that i appreciated everything you had in episode seven but i realized there's no way any of that is practical for me So any thoughts you have, let me know. Uh, This is just recorded on voice memos on my iPhone. And appreciate everything you do. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for the question. All right, so a couple issues you mentioned. Let's go ahead and talk about each one. So first, you mentioned some background noise. So if you don't want to do an isolated vocal booth, which makes sense because they're so expensive, and like you said, maybe it's not even going to fit in the room that you're working in, Uh, The cheapest way to deal with the background noise is to figure out where that background noise is coming from and turn it off if it's something that's within your control. So that may mean it's a refrigerator humming in the background. It could be an air conditioner. It could be a computer fan. Whatever it is, if you can control it, that's going to be the cheapest way if you can just turn it off. 
And that's the easiest way if it's something that you can control. Now, if it's not something that you control, like if it's outside noise, if it's a constant hum, then maybe if the hum is real, if it's real slight, it's not a it's not a real loud, annoying buzz or something, you may be able to use some kind of noise reduction in software. I don't love noise reduction because it takes out the frequencies of your voice, so it hurts your voice in the long run. But if it's a real quiet hum in the background, maybe you can do it with uh, some kind of a, a software or a plug-in. But if it's an outside noise that's kind of random, like, uh, say, a, f- a fire alarm going off or a kid screaming in the background, a dog barking, something that doesn't happen all the time, constantly, it's just random. The cheapest way to get around that would be you either record at certain times of the day when that's not happening. So if it's uh, a dog barking during the day when you know your neighbor's not there or something, you would want to record at nighttime, maybe when the dog is not barking. So you would just want to figure out the best time of day when you can record and not have that noise in the background that you're not controlling. Hopefully it is something that uh, it's there certain parts of the day and not there at other parts of the day. And this is something that everyone deals with, right? Anyone who does not have an isolated vocal booth, they're going to be dealing with interruptions, whether that means like a cell phone ringing in the room or an airplane going overhead, just that noise. You're going to have to stop from time to time. So if it's something like that, You're just going to have to do some retakes if it's interrupted, which is a pain, but it's the cheap way of doing it. All right, and then for the reverb in your room, you want to stop that room reflection when you're speaking and your voice is bouncing off the walls and then going back in the microphone. So the cheapest of the cheap way to do this is just to use what you have, and that may be blankets. It could be comforters or pillows or just clothes in a closet. Whatever it is, just think thick and fluffy. Anything that's thick and fluffy, just look around. That's what you're going to use. Either you're going to do kind of like a pillow fort Or uh, if you're in a closet, you know, the clothes are just going to be hung up on the racks and that's going to, it's going to put some space between you and that hard surface on the wall. Same thing with the floor. If you've got a hard floor, your voice is going to bounce off that. If it's carpet or a rug, uh, that's going to deaden the sound for you. So it's not the most comfortable way to work. Like if you build a pillow fort around yourself, it's going to get hot. It's not the most comfortable but it is the cheapest way to do it. And then, you know, I used pillow forts for a few months when I first got started, and they, they work fine, but they aren't the most comfortable. Like I said, they're, they're, they get hot in there, so it's not the easiest way to work when you're sweating. So an upgrade from the pillow fort would then be hanging sound blankets. And what I did, the blankets that I got had grommets in it, and then you just put hooks in the ceiling, and you can hang the blankets and kind of create a fort of blankets surrounding you and the microphone. And then I had carpet in the room, but if you don't have carpet, if you have a hard floor, then you'd want to put a rug down uh, so that your voice isn't bouncing off of the floor just to get rid of any hard surfaces that may cause that room reflection. So that's what I would do if you're looking for the cheapest way to get your studio sounding right. So if it's an inside noise, just turn off the noise if you can control it. If you can't control it, either try to work around it, uh, either working certain hours or you're going to have to just do retakes and retakes and retakes. Uh, Again, not the best way to do it, but it is the cheapest way to do it. And then for the room reflection, you can use what you have, thick and fluffy. Just think about that. Eventually, you may want to upgrade. It's not that expensive to do uh, the sound blankets and just hang them from the ceiling. That's kind of an upgrade from the uh, use what you have for the uh, room reflection. All right, so you also mentioned a microphone. So I'll say the MXL V67G. Last time I looked at it, it was around 50 bucks on Amazon. I just don't think that you can beat it. I take it with me on the road. I use it. It's comparable to the uh, Neumann TLM-103 that I use in my studio. I think it sounds great. Uh, So that is the microphone that I would recommend. It's a XLR microphone. 
And then that would need to plug into something. So if you want to go cheap, I would say the Focusrite Solo. That's kind of all you need. It's just over 100 bucks brand new. Or if you really want to save some money while you're setting up your studio gear, you can check out eBay. I did a quick search for that interface, uh, and it came out to be about 75 bucks for a pre-owned one. And then when it comes to recording and editing software, I would go with Audacity since it's free. Don't have to pay for it. So what are we up to? Like 150 bucks or so uh, in gear. And that's the microphone and the interface. And you're going to, you know, use the pillow for it. And that's going to save you a bunch of money, but you'll still get great sound. And you're probably going to need some random stuff like maybe a XLR cable and a pop screen. But still, that's not going to be that much money. And I think you'd be surprised, right? We're talking about a cheap studio setup, but this is kind of the studio setup that I would use if I were traveling. Uh, like recently, I went to visit my brother who lives in Florida, and I had to do some voiceover while I was down there. So that's pretty much what I do. Uh, what I did, I, I set up a pillow for it. And uh, there was even some background noise, so I had to track it down. It was a pool pump, so I got him to turn it off. And once that was off, it was completely uh, quiet, and I was able to record voiceover just from a, a you know a random bedroom in his house. So that's kind of what you have to do in your own house. You just have to track things down that make noise, and then you have to create that uh, pillow fort. And that's the cheapest way to do it. That's the easiest way to do it for a lot of people who are traveling. So it works just as well when you're traveling as when you're home setting up a cheap studio. And just keep in mind that you don't have to spend a ton of money on setting up your recording space. You can still get a great sound with a very small budget. All right, so hopefully that answers your question, Tom, and thanks for submitting it. If you have a question for the podcast you would like answered, uh, you can email me, jason at voiceacting101.com, or even better, I would love to hear your voice, and everyone else would love to hear your voice on the podcast. Record your question and then click the Upload Your VoiceOver Question button that you see on this page. I'll get it, and then you will hear it in a future podcast episode. All right, thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time. Have a great week.